Listeners beware. There's no turning back now. You've entered the Horror Apocalypse Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to a very special episode of the Horror Apocalypse. What makes this so special, you may want to know? Well, we're recording again. We're back. Um, after a long hiatus, Chris and I are back. We are ready to record. We're going to knock out a few episodes here, so you may see some duplication in some of the information that you're going to get. But uh, I can't wait. I think it's going to be great. I'm really excited to start recording again. How about you, Chris? I couldn't be... Wait, where am I? Uh, I couldn't be happier. I couldn't be happier. Right. Seriously, though, who are you and how did I get here? I am Oliver, the uh, good rapey brother. Ah, good, good, sweet, sweet. I can't wait to, <laughs> I can't wait to dwell into those guys. Right, right. All right, guys, so we're, we're going to start our usual. We're going to run down some, uh, some information here real quick. Uh, for example, Chris, what have, uh, what's your horror side quest been? What's been uh, keeping you busy? Been keeping me busy. Um, well, I've been watching a lot of uh, kaiju movies. Um, I don't, don't know if we were, still want to consider those to be horror movies, but uh, they're, they're wonderful to me. Uh, so I've been watching a lot of uh, old kaiju stuff, uh, a lot of old Godzilla. Um, was all getting ramped up to go see the new Godzilla, um, but uh, my plans fell through, so I'm going to have to wait to see it again. Um, but uh, uh, if anyone has seen them, please do not spoil it for me, at least for another couple days. Um and what else have I done? What else have I done? I feel I feel like I've done some other horror horror related stuff that I can't think of off the top of my head. But if it comes to me, I'll I'll mention it. Um, what about you? What have What have you been up to? Well, for me, uh, let's see. I have been watching a ton of of uh, movies. Um, trying to, of course, you know, prepare for the uh, possible shows. Watching some other things that may keep me entertained. Uh, I just watched and actually just recorded a five-minute review for Brightburn, which should be coming up. And that's that's pretty much about it. Uh, prepping for some of our live events that we have coming up as well, which uh, we'll delve into that in a later episode. But right now, we've, we've uh, got a lot of great stuff coming up. That's about it. And I can not I can tell it's been a while since we've, we've recorded because I'm saying um a lot. <laughs> so that shit has got to stop. Um, okay. <laughs> Uh, now, I did not prepare for this episode other than for just the movie review uh, and us just discussing that. So I don't have any news to report on. What about you? I have zero news to report on, to be totally honest. Uh, with the exception of this weekend, uh, I don't, I, this definitely isn't uh, considered horror-related, but uh, I, we've touched on it in the past, so I'm just going to bring it up. But Aladdin uh, came out this weekend, and uh, uh. I, I actually came across some people uh, going coming out of the movie theater. Um, that I tried plugging my ears once I realized what they were talking about. But uh, the reaction so far has been pretty pretty good. People seem to be very, very happy with it. Uh, they've added some things to this movie were, from what I heard, but people seem to be happy. Were these people that were, were really, really happy, were they of the 6 to 7 age range? They were not. They were actually probably in the 40s, probably uh, that age range, that age range. Ah, so fans of Licking Windows. Got it. Okay. <laughs> Listen, uh... I can't say a whole lot uh, as far as what's going to happen with that movie. I really can't. But Aladdin was my favorite Disney movie when I was a kid. Everybody has a favorite. I know yours was Lion King. Mine, mine's Aladdin. They both came out around the same same time, and they're both getting a live action movie made out of them. You know, so 
I kind of want to see Aladdin as much as I want to see Lion King. I know it's not horror related, but still, um, I think it'll yeah, be, it'll and, be fun. and you know what this whole you know what this whole live action remake or photorealistic remake is doing, right? It's just taking our childhood, bending it over the couch, and raw dogging that shit. And I'm not happy about it. Uh, well, clearly you haven't worked at some of the places I've worked, or you you know you wouldn't have to worry about that. You'd never feel it. Um, the uh, <laughs> uh, as far as far as you know these these movies go, I mean it porn. They, <laughs> as far as far as these movies go, I mean it. It's just it's. Whether it's a good idea for them to do it or not, you know, entirely up to them. Is it going to make them money? Yes. Does Disney need any more money? Probably not. But um, it, it's a decent idea. We have the technology. Why not try it? You know, it's either gonna it's either gonna hit or miss. If it if it if it hits, then they'll do others. If it misses, then they'll know not to do that again. So. Yeah, let's let's hope it doesn't hit. The you know what the only live action or even photorealistic remake I, I would I want to see mm-hmm. would be Frozen, and Elsa needs to be naked. That's it. I'm sorry, folks. And if you have small kids listening, I'm so sorry. That's your fault. If, but if you have small kids you know, listening, what the fuck is wrong with you? That is some fucking right? horrible bad parenting. Fuck, fuckity, fuck, fuck, fuck. Fuckity, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to end this episode with the old Ulysses song. So, guys, <laughs> by the end of this episode, stay tuned. I, I kind of want to start putting some music or, or something fun at the end of these episodes to give you a reason to listen to the end. Um, so, uh, listen to the end of this song it, or the end of this episode for this song. It's going to be great. But uh, I think, you know what? Five minutes. We got some basic shit out of the way. Let's just jump right <laughs> into these movies because we're going to be recording two back to back for you guys. Yes. Uh, it's, first episode is uh, Chris's pick. Uh, it's Meridian from 1990. Um, the plot is two American girls in Italy are drugged and raped by an <laughs> evil magician and his twin brother who suffer from a curse that turns one of them into a beast man each day. One of the girls falls for the good twin and decides to help him break the curse. You can watch this visual masterpiece on Tubi for free, uh, or it's rentable on Amazon if you actually want to dish money out for this shit. Um, kind of put it in perspective, I could not find a Rotten Tomatoes review of this, and I think this is the only movie I could not find on Rotten Tomatoes, but it does have an IMDb rating of 5.3. It uh, stars Sherilyn Fenn, who, um, to be honest, I didn't recognize her from anything other than Full Moon movies. And when my wife sat down while I was watching this, uh, Devil Bunny looked and said, oh, hey, that's Sherilyn Fenn. This must be a good movie. <laughs> and I was I was kind of shocked. Uh, one, that she thought it was a good movie, and two, that she knew who Sherilyn Fenn was. But yeah, she she was good. She was definitely eye candy in this. And it is uh, directed by Charles Band. You know, actually, it was written, produced, and directed by Charles Band. The only thing I can say uh, out of all this so far is I apologize. Um... I know when we were talking uh, about <laughs> choosing a movie, you said, why don't you choose something? I said, how about a full moon movie? There's got to be a movie out there I haven't seen yet. And I said, I like werewolf movies. I haven't seen, you know, there's got to be something out there. And found this one. I'm sorry. I am I am deeply, deeply, deeply sorry. I can't ex- express uh, how sorry I am uh, for this one. Uh, it took, I, I, I don't know how long it took you to watch it, but I... Did rent three it on, times. I three times. I did rent it on Amazon. Um, I spent three dollars ninety nine cents on Amazon. I started watching it uh, myself, and and the uh, and the girlfriend started watching it. She fell asleep first. 
Um, I got about 25 minutes in, and I couldn't hold it uh, hold it anymore, and I fell asleep. Um, so I found out something interesting about Amazon, it, which is uh, once you've started watching the movie, you have 48 hours to finish it. I didn't realize that, so I had let it go for a couple days and went back to watch it and found out I had to rent it again. So I spent uh, oh, no. $8 on this movie uh, to, <laughs> to watch it and finish it. Um, all of which was not not worth it at at all. Um, but I said it would have been thing. less. Yeah, it would have cost less for me to send you my Blu-ray copy, and you watch it and send it back to me. It would have. It would have. And you actually asked me if if I if I wanted to do that, and I said, Nah, don't worry about it. I can get it on Amazon. So yeah, that was completely my fault. Uh, so okay. Um. As far as that goes, but I did look into uh, Sherilyn Fenn um, because I wanted to, to learn a little bit more about her, see what else she's done. Um, I, I just wanted to see more of her. Yeah, that that's true as well. But uh, mm. she's still going strong to this day. Um, she's still in, in uh, making movies right now. Uh, and she was in the original Twin Peaks. I didn't realize that. Um, it's been so long since I've oh, seen Oh, and that. I believe she was also in Gilmore Girls. Was she really? I didn't see that. Yeah, she played. Um, if I remember correctly, she played dual parts: uh, someone's mother and the daughter. She played both parts. I, 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 I'm just going by what Devil Bunny told me. So I, I don't watch. Uh, I don't watch Gilmore Girls. Oh, and I don't have a Luke's Cafe mug. Oh, uh, yes, you do. And uh, <laughs> looking at her IMDb, you know what else she did last year? She was in. Uh, uh, not me. Yeah, that's, that's accurate, and not me. Uh, she's uh, she's done episodes of Robot Chicken, um, and she also did. Uh, she was in Titans, uh, the uh, the TV show on on DC uh, DC's network. Uh, she plays it. I think I that's. Do not watch that. Oh, uh, it was awesome. Uh, I think the character Melissa Roth. It says her name is or Melissa Roth. I think that's Raven's mother in the in the show. Uh, huh. So if that's the case, and she has a, she has, you know what? I think that is that is her mother looking at her picture. Um, I think she's a pretty big part in that show. Uh, she'll she'll have a big part in season two, hmm. so, but she was in, she was in a lot of stuff. Surprisingly enough. So let's let's run down this film. Uh, Meridian, Kiss of the Beast, is also <laughs> known as uh, the Ravaging. It uh, written and produced by Charles Band, as we said, from Full Moon Entertainment. Who, who uh, I who I heard just passed away. I did not hear that. Really? No, no, he didn't. I was just hoping. Because this is this is horrible. Oh, don't, don't do that. Because he he did actually do some good stuff. Not not this, but he did do some good stuff. I'm sure I'm sure he did one one really good thing. Uh, well, I'm a big Puppet Master fan, and this was he he was involved with Puppet Master. Oh, was he really? As well, so. Yeah. All right, I'll give him a pass. All right. But uh, we we start this film uh, with Carney Folk coming out of a giant glowing mouth uh, to a statue or giant head or some shit like that. We get the the standard ominous score that you know we're familiar with all of Full Moon's music, and and I, I thought it was the same music from pretty much every Full Moon movie ever made. But I went back and I was looking at uh, this music was done by Pino Danaggio, and um, yeah, he didn't do like uh, Puppet Master or anything else that I really recognize. So no, it is new people. But I think Charles Band goes in and says, copy this. But uh, we get the carny folk coming out. They're doing their little slow motion dancing, and I don't get it. But um, yeah. once they're all out and, and released onto the world, then we meet our stars, who are two very attractive women. Catherine, uh, who she's our star. She's inherited the castle from, I believe it was her father's passing. I believe so. 
she's the one played by Sherilyn Fenn and Gina, her artistic friend, who is a bad influence. It's kind of like you and I in high school. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and she's played by Charlie Spradling, who uh, I don't recognize from anything else. But then again, I didn't recognize Sherilyn Fenn either. But uh, Gina travels to her friend Catherine. Uh, they haven't seen each other for a very long time. I guess Cat went off to college or something. Where a um, and while there, there was a strange carnival has found its way into the small village just outside the castle. Imagine that. Uh, Gina convinces Cat to attend, just like any person who does, you know, is a bad influence will do. Uh, while there, Cat gets a funny feeling about the troop, but uh, Gina convinces her to invite them back to the castle for dinner because, again, that's what you do when you are the bad influence. You convince the good girl to invite strangers over to the new place because you want to get laid. That's uh, that's what I would do, anyway, to be completely honest. Um, especially That's uh, what you have done. Especially, uh, did I? I don't remember doing that. Hmm. I think it was you that did that. But... <laughs> um, uh, I invited people over to your house, actually. <laughs> that sounds more. That sounds more accurate. That that does sound more accurate. Um, I, I do want to point out uh, uh, the go, go, just going back really quickly to, to the beginning of this when they're coming out of that mouth and the quote. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm doing air quotes that nobody can see, but they're air quotes. The ominous music uh, that is playing. Um, it, it's it's that really good full moon, you know, invented on a keyboard. Uh, type sounding ominous music that you know this movie came from like the very very early 90s um, that uh, you're right you think is in every single full moon movie until you look it up and go oh that's a different guy playing it on a keyboard um, or synthesizer I should say because uh, that's exactly what it sounds like um, and uh, also uh, they are hot um, even for that uh, that day they, they are definitely hot so continue I got my two, two cents in <laughs> Uh, well, the the Carney group is doing their little um, their little display, and they're dancing and throwing knives at people and biting the heads off snakes and throwing the carcasses out into the audience. The, the usual stuff that you would see at a Slipknot show. Um, Orgwar. Then when was that? I said Orgwar. Orgwar, yeah, but less less blood than a Guar show, which it, that's wow, yeah, less blood than a, a Guar show, <laughs> which, which which is um, almost impossible. Anyway, yeah, they right. <laughs> Uh, Gina goes up and, you know, is talking with everybody and invites them back to, to Kat's place. Oh, my God. Excuse me. So sorry. <sighs> anyway, he invites them back to Kat's place. Uh, at dinner, Lawrence, who is the, which we'll, we'll get to this, is the bad rapey brother. Uh, he's played by Malcolm Jameson. He kind of starts doing his little Rico Suave thing and exudes his sexuality. Uh, has his little pet dwarf who is during the 90s every sh- every movie that called for a dwarf character was played by Phil Fondacaro the guy with the goatee and the raspy voice yeah, it, was, it, was either, um, it was either him he, or uh, what's his name from Willow um, oh yeah uh, Warwick Davis yeah Warwick Davis it was, it was either him or Warwick Davis yeah, it, and Warwick Davis was also um, the, the Ewok what the hell was he Wicket Wicket he yep. was Wicket yep but uh, he begins to, you know, uh, show off and has his pet dwarf kind of go around and drug the women into unconsciousness. Uh, Lawrence then molests both women. Both women, mind you. He takes Kat to her bedroom, undresses her, kisses her all over. As soon as I saw boobies, that was an instant half-star bump. Um, <laughs> which I, I want to say thank you to uh, Justin out in Korea from Straight Chilling Podcast. Thanks to you. You have ruined me. Every time I see boobies, it's an instant half-star bump. So thank you. 
but he, he brings Kat into the bedroom, undresses her, molests her, does his thing, walks away. And this is when we find out that he has a twin brother, the guy that was in the group uh, that was wearing the, the mask that you can kind of, oh, you only saw his eyes. That's his twin brother, Oliver. Now, I am so tired. <laughs> Oliver is supposed to be the good brother, uh, yet goes right to humping Kat. He, he jumps in, uh, thanks his brother for roofing this chick, and starts humping her to the point that he turns into a werewolf. Because that's what one um, does, by the way. I have never turned into a werewolf hunt, humping some woman. I will say that I am already hairy like a werewolf prior. I, so. I'm glad you pointed that out, because I was, I was going to say, really? Have you looked on the mirror lately? But. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Lawrence went back, and he had a fun night all of his own. Um with Gina, who isn't as unconscious as Kat was, but uh, he he goes rough on her, and uh, she loves it. The The girls wake up the next morning. Uh, of course, they feel like something's wrong. They don't feel quite right. Um, they kind of have a feeling they were raped. Uh, but do the ladies call the police and report this? No. No, not do at all. Do they, Chris? No, not at all. No, not, not at all. all. Not at all. No. But Gina does leave really quick because she has to get back to work. She's restoring this old painting that was donated by the caretaker of the castle, Martha, who we'll get into her later. Um, Oh, we'll get into her, all right. We'll get deep. (laughs) No. No. I don't think I can get deep enough on this. No. No. no, You can make it deeper with uh, with your stuff? No. Unless I yank my balls down to my ankles. They didn't, they didn't <laughs> but but in the immortal words of, of Oliver Queen, ladies, you have failed the hashtag Me Too movement. The, this was the worst thing. They, they're looking at each other and talking about, uh, I'm so sorry, I, did, I wish this hadn't happened. I gotta go to work. It sucked, it sucked. But some useless stuff happens that doesn't really progress the story in any way, like finding out the brothers do this all the time, and they're cursed. The uh, the only way that they can be free is uh, if, is if is, one, of them, uh, one of them is loved. And, uh, yeah. Loved or gets killed. Actually, no. Yeah, actually, yeah they can I, only be... Yeah, actually, actually, I strike that. Was it uh, one of them has to be loved and one of them has to die, or one of them just has to die? I don't... Th- one of them has to to die. They they have to be killed by someone they love. Yeah, that was it. That was it. Uh, so Oliver, the good rapey brother, uh, tries to convince women to fall in love with him so that they can kill him and release him from his curse because he's the only one that turns into a werewolf. The other one is just immortal. Um, and a prick. Gina actually figures. Go ahead. I said and a prick. Oh yeah, yeah, and a prick. Uh, Gina actually learned all of this and figured all this out from the painting that she's restoring, which is basically just scraping off old paint to reveal the other paint underneath. Yeah. Uh, I'm not quite sure how she interpreted that, though, because in the picture, all it shows is a werewolf holding a crossbow to somebody else. Um, but uh, well, I, I don't I don't get I, it. I, I don't know how you didn't get that. I mean, it was clearly quite obvious that, you know, the werewolf had had to shoot his brother. It was clearly obvious. You know, I, I just don't know. There was really no reason for it whatsoever. Zero reason. No, none. Yeah. None. It, it, it was bullshit. Yeah. But uh, Gina learns all of it. I, I don't quite understand how. There's also a ghost lurking about in this castle. So <laughs> now now we have uh, serial rapists. We have immortals. 
We have dwarves that go around drugging women. We now have ghosts and werewolves that uh, are good guys but still have sex with unconscious women. Mm-hmm. I mean, didn't we just didn't we just have somebody that we're trying to crucify for having sex with an unconscious woman behind a dumpster? I mean, this is not something you do and still be considered a good person. But you know, Oliver's the good guy. <laughs> but yeah, it turns out the ghost is actually part of the reason why Cat was sent away to college. Uh, oh, in here, remember I said we were going to get back to Martha. Yep. Martha's dead. Yep. <laughs> Martha, Martha, <laughs> Martha is a ghost as well. Which, and, I, again, I don't quite understand these ghosts, but I guess she wanted to come back and help uh, protect Cat. And just to uh, pull this up, because as you were talking, and I knew we were going to bring about Martha, I wanted to go take a look and see if if uh, dear old Martha was still alive. Uh, Martha, played by Hilary Mason, who lived a good long life of 1917 to 2006. Luckily enough, this was not the last movie she ever did. Because, let, let me tell you, if, if this was the last credit to my name, I, I would want someone to unbury me and kill me again. Um, she continued to make movies for another, uh, another nine years. Uh, so she kept on going until 1999. Uh, this movie, uh, which is Meridian... Um, da, 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 which came out in 1990. Um, and let me see. She did a lot of stuff after that. So, uh, yep, Meridian, and she has a whole bunch of stuff that happened after that. A lot of BBC shows and a lot of a lot of uh, um, playing old ladies um, TV TV series and TV movies and stuff like that. So, uh, luckily enough, she didn't she didn't pass away with this as her last uh, her last movie. Hello? Huh? What? Huh? What? <laughs> hmm? Did you stop listening? Fucking Martha, really? Yeah, Martha. I, I fell asleep. I, <laughs> oh, well, I like Martha. I don't, I don't, no, nobody in this, this movie do I fucking care about. Yeah. Martha, Gina, Kat, Lawrence, uh, Oliver, the dwarf. I, I could give two shits less about any of them, to be honest. Uh, let's let's just go ahead one two skip a few ninety nine one hundred. We're at the end. Cat's falling in love with Oliver, uh, and Lawrence is gonna go ahead and kill her because he doesn't want her to to kill Oliver and free him, leaving him alone. There's some harsh words between the brother. There's a crossbow bolt. Lawrence is killed. Some lovey dovey words. Boom! Everyone walks back into the back into the walks back into the glowing head statue, and credits roll. Yeah. I can't stress enough. This is a rare miss for Full Moon. I love Full Moon. I loved them growing up. I still love a lot of the stuff that's coming out. Heads of the Family is even still a better movie than this. And that's about a bunch of severed heads in a fucking jar. Um, The story starts strong, has the usual Full Moon flavor with synthy music, practical effects, naked women, bad lines. It's what makes Full Moon so great. Absolutely. But this went above and beyond that. The bad lines were just, they were cringeworthy. The effects subpar, even for 1990. The music at times didn't line up with the atmosphere of the movie and almost felt like it was shoehorned in just because uh, Pino wanted to put something in there. I, it didn't work for me. Um, not to mention all the slow-mo filming. Had this movie filmed at normal speed from beginning to end, it probably would have been about 20 minutes shorter. Yeah, that's accurate. Um, that's accurate. I'm, I'm beginning to think that just a, as a younger adolescent male, I was blinded by all the boobies. Um <laughs> It clouded my memory, made me think it was a good movie. 
because of that, I'm actually kind of afraid to visit Unnameable for fear it's going to ruin those tatas for me as well. But um, uh, that that's Meridian. That uh, that pretty much is Meridian, and uh, I'm going to throw in there that. Uh, I wouldn't definitely say this was a rare miss for Full Moon. Full Moon, you know, being around as long as it has, we all know the type of movies that Full Moon puts out. Uh, there's lots of movies out there that we all loved um, that are campy, you know, and and remind us of our childhood and uh, full of wonderful boobies and some of them not, not so wonderful boobies. Um, but this is... Full Moon's missed before, but this is the biggest miss I think I, I've ever seen um, not just by full moon but by anybody to put out a movie um, this movie I, I have to interject yeah, I, yeah, yeah I have not seen any bad boobies in full moon really I'm sure I'm sure that, if I'm nothing sure else the something. boobies are all great <laughs> I, I'm sure there had to have been something else in there that had to have been because this this movie did have great boobies it did um, uh, thank you very much to uh, uh, to Miss Sherilyn um, but uh, they, they were they were fantastic for the day Um but uh, I, I really have to feel that this God, it's some other full moon movie out there that that definitely wasn't as bad as this, but but it was bad. Um, maybe maybe to the point of unwatchable, because um, this one definitely goes into that pile of I, I wish I could get the uh, what was not even a full ninety minutes, not even a full hour and a half out of this. Uh, what did this movie clock in at? Uh, hour twenty five uh, days. Hour, hour 25. Hour 25. Not even, not even a full 90 minutes out of it. So, um, <laughs> again... Uh, that, that right there should tell you something, guys. Yeah. It took us days, 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 weeks for some of us, yeah. to watch an 85-minute movie. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, uh, and I did most of it during, during lunch hour. Uh, once uh, <laughs> during my lunch at work because I, I w- didn't want to subject my girlfriend to it. Uh, and she didn't want to be subjected to it either once she saw what, what we were watching. So, um, again, I apologize. Uh, this is this is not a movie I think anyone should watch ever. Um, and if it wasn't for the fact of the boobies, uh, and as you said, you know, the half star for the boobie, that makes a full star for the two women who showed their boobies. Uh, that's about all this movie gets, to be completely honest. I would like to apologize to both of our listeners. Uh, Chris will not be picking any movies again anytime soon. <laughs> uh, we're going to give him, you know, he has to sit in the corner for a little while. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I earned that. I earned that. That was that was completely on me, completely. Um, <laughs> I completely earned that. So let's let's rate this. Um, you want to go first or shall I? Um, I think uh, I'll, I'll jump right in. Uh, as far as ratings concerned, like I said, it gets the one star. Um, it, it barely registers, uh, on, on any rating platform. As you said, Rotten Tomatoes didn't even say anything about it. So what does that say? Uh, it, if you're looking for a way to kill an hour out of your life, do cocaine, do, do cocaine, do hard drugs, (laughs) do hard drugs, do anything but watch this movie. Um, if you're feeling suicidal, uh, watch this movie actually because it'll probably make you feel a little bit better about your life, um, and you'll realize that there are things out there that are worse than what you have going through. So um, that's that's how I feel about this, and I'm sorry, Full Moon, but uh, no. Uh, and if, oh, uh, and one, one other thing, I'll throw in there: if anyone out there is actually uh, getting that Full Moon uh, streaming service that they have out there, 
um, you should demand a, a little bit of a refund every month because as long as they put this movie out on their streaming service, their price needs to come down. So that's all I got. I was actually thinking about joining their streaming service because didn't they have a promotion where if you paid for one year uh, in advance, you got to pick like 10 Blu-rays? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had something like that. Yeah, yeah. And that, and that, that's actually a pretty good deal. I see still going on. Uh, that's a pretty good deal. Yeah, I mean, it, it was what, like $140, yeah. but you got uh, 10 Blu-rays and you got access to the streaming service for a year. Yeah. That's fucking great. Yep, I, I agree. But they're not paying us to advertise, so let's let's move on from them. <laughs> Correct. So you give it one star. I I give it barely the one star that that the boobies earned it. Okay. I am going to give it a half star for Sherilyn and a half star for um, Charlie. Again, bringing it to a full one star, but I'm going to go above and beyond. I'm, I am going to give it one and a half stars. Oh, where's the half? Uh. The other half is the nostalgia factor. I'll be honest. I mean, this is 1990. I was 15 years old when this movie came out. Um, this reminded me of high school. It reminded us, or reminded me, of kind of forcing you guys to to sit back and watch these horrible movies. And I had fun with it. I mean, it's a horrible movie. It sucked, and it took me three days to watch it. But it brought back a lot of good memories and that's what made it fun for me. So that, that other half star is just the nostalgia bump. The, the acting was, was terrible, terrible acting. Um, there was nothing else redeeming in this movie other than the nudity. Uh, the story was weak and so many holes. There's so many things that, that didn't make sense. Like why, uh, why did the carnival outside this, Screw the carnival. How is there a village outside this this castle? And nobody cares. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. I, you, know, you know what, too? Uh, was this movie actually filmed in Italy? Where was this thing filmed? Because I was trying to figure it out. Because that, that looks very Eastern European. And I know... I, I will tell you, it's probably Bulgaria. 90% of the time, these movies were filmed in Bulgaria yeah, or yeah. Romania. But let me, I'll take a look here. It, it, I, I gotta talking, say, it the castle definitely did not look Italian to me. Um, if we're calling it a castle, maybe that's what they called it. But it definitely had that feeling of like Eastern European um, as far as as far as the landscape was concerned. And even some of the people who were talking just had this accent that definitely did not sound like it was coming from the Italian area. Definitely sounded a little bit more, uh, a little bit more Eastern European or like you said, maybe Bulgaria, Romania, something like that. Um, are you still looking? Do I still think you <laughs> <What's>, <laughs> I, Yeah, I'm on IMDb right now, and the picture of Malcolm Jameson is him wearing the mask. He doesn't even want to show his face. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. Which, you know what? I don't blame him. Uh, this, this, <laughs> I wouldn't want to show my face either. Um, filming locations. Wow. You know what? Yeah, Italy. Italy, really? Where Does it say where? Yeah. Uh, Bomarzo, Vitabro, Lazio, Italy, Giove, Tierney, and Umbria, Italy. Okay, I guess. Okay, so all so these places like had... uh, look look Eastern European. Yeah, well, I am actually really surprised because pretty much if you look up anything else by Full Moon, it's Bulgaria because you could film so cheaply in Bulgaria. Accurate, accurate. I mean, uh, have you? Uh, uh, oh, here's a movie we should do at some point in time. Uh, and you'll probably say no after this one. Um, 
uh, uh, what was it called again? Uh, Rave to the Grave um, is one of the, the zombie movies. Um, yes, Return of the Living thank Dead, you, Rave thank to you. the Grave. Rave to the Grave. That one was absolutely filmed in Eastern European. Uh, Eastern Europe, excuse me. Um, you can just tell by, by the roads <laughs> and everything like that. Uh, and, and the end of that movie is fantastic with the zombie holding up the sign that just says, you know, rave or something like that. And he's hitchhiking down the road. I, I thought that was hysterical. That's that that, that that's I, a that's a, a one of those deep, deep, uh, horrible favorites of mine. I have every uh, Return of the Living Dead. Well, you know what? If it's a dead movie, most likely I have it. If, if the word and, dead is uh, Yeah, I have the yeah. I have the entire Return of the Living Dead series, and I, I went out and bought Rave to the Grave and Necropolis, uh, and I couldn't understand why. Even as I'm handing the cashier the money, I, I'm kind of audibly saying out loud, why the fuck am I why doing am I, this? Why am I giving and, this to you? <laughs> <laughs> why aren't you stopping but me? But yeah, we... <laughs> We we can we can check that one out again, but uh, I, I'll actually put a uh, after I release this episode, I'll put a poll up on Facebook and Twitter, and see if people uh, should allow you to pick another movie again. And if they do, then we'll go ahead and pick uh, Rave to the Grave. And and I can tell you right now, the people I live with, uh, uh, the roommates I have, uh, will absolutely love to watch that movie with me, uh, because that's that's one of our stupid favorites in this house. So. Oh, uh, all right. Well, we're we're closing in on on our target time frame that uh, we were kind of looking to do because we're gonna do two movies for you today, folks, and we're gonna come up on number two. Um, we're gonna save it though. We're gonna tell you what it is in the next episode. <laughs> to be continued. But anyway, guys, uh, check us out on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat. Um, Chris runs our Snapchat one, and that's why you don't see much action over there. There's not a whole so. lot to take a picture of, to be totally honest. I mean, <laughs> I keep on trying you know to what? find you know things, what? and I'm like, no, I can't, I can't, I can't do that. I, was like, I could, you know, I could put up some, you know, interesting pictures, but no one wants to see those. So, um, my my brother-in-law has a a special page on, I think it's on Instagram, called "Food I Almost Stepped On." He and runs he posts that? pictures every single day. He runs that? <laughs> uh, Billy? I, I had no idea he ran that. I, I've seen that page before. Yeah. Wow. Yep, that's his page. Wow. Food I almost stepped him. on. Good for and he him. He posts pictures every single day. Good for him. I mean, there's there's been people like I know in my own family that, that are following him, are following that page. And I had no <laughs> idea that I knew the guy who runs that page. That's awesome. That's good. Good yeah. for him. Good for him. But anyway, follow us on all those places. Listen to us wherever you get podcasts. Uh, we're on iTunes, Insta- or iTunes, uh, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean. We're everywhere. Um, don't forget, guys, rate, review, and subscribe to us on Instagram. It helps us uh, penetrate other people's ear holes. And uh, that sounded penetrate. so dirty. Yeah, I loved it. Penetrate. <laughs> <laughs> But we we've got a five star review going on um on iTunes. I have no idea why, but thank you guys. We really appreciate it. And uh keep an eye out. I'm actually hooking up with uh one of our one of my friends who is an artist and she is going to design some t shirts for us. This is the first time uh Chris is even hearing about this, so I kinda wanted to keep it a surprise for everybody. We're gonna have some fun t shirts coming up at some point. Uh so keep a keep an open ear for that. Anything else you'd like to, to put in there, Chris? I love lamp. <laughs> <laughs>
Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, guys, as promised, listen, stay tuned. We're going to play Old Ulysses. It's one of my favorite songs right now. Uh, that and Baby Shark. So one of these episodes, we're going to end with Baby Shark. So... All right, guys, have a great time. Enjoy and stay tuned for our next episode. Let me tell you a story that few live to tell about a thousand year old fish, surely sent from hell. Spawn of a demon whale and a drunken Kong. He's as big as a bus with a 12 foot dong. With a 12 foot His sideways glance smashes men to bits. He takes hundred year naps and two ton shits and two ton shits.